thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me on the range point four. This is control. Be reasonable. Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Welcome pilots, you've tuned to the Guard Frequency, because as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one on the guard. This is episode 260 of the best damn space sim podcast ever, recorded on Friday, May the 10th, and made available for download Tuesday, 14th of May, 2019, over at guardfrequency.com. I'm Lennon. I'm Tony. And I'm Jeff. And this week's streaming services are brought to you by Tony Warner Cable, right Lennon? That's right, Jeff. Remember, folks, Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak. Your feedback's an important part of what we do, so hit us up and tell us what's on your mind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at Feeds.GuardFrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, then you should come and join us at 10.30 p.m. Central as we record Guard Frequency Live over at twitch.tv forward slash guardfreak. Do you like what we do? Do you want to help us make the best damn space in podcast ever? Well, you can always support the show by visiting our website, clicking on that Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all the Patreons who support us week on week. We hope you consider joining them, because the more support we get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on the big Patreon logo to help out. And don't forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek, from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure to check them out at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Heroes Rise brings you up to date with the world of Dungeons & Dragons. Learn all about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wyvern. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover Lennon and his secrets. And the housekeeping is done, so let's get to the show. What have we got in store this week, Lennon? In this week's Flight Deck, we bring you all the headlines from Simulated Space, including the latest news from Star Citizen, Elite Dangerous, and the space sim formerly known as Starfighter Inc. Next, we'll get the news from the Deep Black with Spencer McDunn on Galactic Public Radio. After that, we continue our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, now requesting a flyby. And finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. Lace up your booties, campers. It's time to head out to the Flight Deck. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims. In Elite Dangerous, it's all aboard the number one bus for the Guardian Sector. And there's two new ways to get that sweet Guardian swag, if you can find them. Also, Lennon wants to brag about his programming skills. And in Star Citizen news, there's a new motorcycle in your space game. Kinshadow's Shadow facepalms its way through a quick draw, and the internet echo chamber is alive with the sound of Forbes article derivatives. And Starfighter Inc. is officially not that anymore. Still looking for a release date of... Drumroll, please. In the black. So, uh, uh, Shiv is haunting and lurking throughout the many discords of the land. Mm. And uh, he got a, a bit of a, a, a sneak peek at a trailer that he shared with us on the staff chat. And it's a quick little, it's a 60-second trailer, I think, 30-second trailer. And uh, the long and short of it is that it looks like the new name is In the Black. Uh, so Starfighter oh. Inc. has a new non trademarky violating 
uh, title looks like, and it looks like it might be in the black. I don't know. It, there was a there was a space sim that I that I used to play. Um, this was the late. I want to say late thirties. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, the double aughts, uh, or <laughs> okay. probably around early 20, uh, 11 or 12, but it was called Black Prophecy. Oh, yes, I remember that. Close. Um, it was a German company that did that. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, it was a good game, so I, I'm wondering if uh, if uh, people who used to play that will think this is a resurgence mm, of that. No. no. I mean, no. Black is about the only thing that ties that together, I think. Yeah. But. Yeah. But if anything, we should be complaining about this because they were on our show <laughs> twice, and we always say in the deep black, and they probably said, well, we'll just cut out the deep part, and then Guard Frequency will never know. Yeah. They'll never know that there was, there was them that inspired yeah, it. So. I, we should get our lawyers on that. Um, totally. Yeah, we totally. That's totally not a complete waste of time. It's something I really want to, it's something we should really, really look into. We're going to do yeah, that. Have, Absolutely. Have you, have you got around to copywriting in the deep black yet, Tony? Yeah, not yet, no. And, uh, mm, so. Pretty sure Pretty sure that's not going to be a thing. Yeah, sure. no. That, that's a pretty shame. Sure that would, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, but uh, so congratulations. That not official. It was a Shiv just saw that. Mm. Uh, it was on several Discord channels. I don't think they were trying kind of trying to keep it private. Uh, but it's also not official yet, so it still could change. It might just be test footage or something. Yeah, so. I mean, this was so breaking in its news that I was looking around on the internet. I was like, what's Starfire Drink's new name? And it's just apparently Starfire Drink still. But if this yeah, is insider yeah. knowledge, you know, bringing I... everybody the hot gossip as it happens. Yeah, well, yeah, I, you know, I I kind of like the name in the black. That's it, it, a good name for a space sim, regardless of its ties to you know to obvious kudos to us. Sure, I mean, clearly. after all, you know, um, we I guess we can say we were the inspiration of this game. Oh, you know what it is? They probably have listened to Guard Frequency so often, thought you know the game that those guys are making, the game that those guys are making. Yes. we should make they, that. And we lo- they love the game. We're they making. love the game we're making. It's hey. clearly what's going on. So they just so they named it <laughs> for that way. Yep, that's that's exactly right. Well, uh, uh, and it, the logo itself kind of takes advantage. Uh, if you guys remember the uh, their little uh, sort of needle-like star uh, starfighter symbol, kind of looks like a starfish or something. Works pretty well in, in the black with the A. So they have that kind of uh. a circle around it, kind of. A, so it, it worked. It worked with their uh, sort of existing artwork and themes that they had and so it, it, it seemed it's a pretty visually it's pretty seamless um uh and it's, hopefully they won't get sued now uh, hopefully over owns last starfighter so uh good for them and hopefully we'll see that uh translating to a release date sometime. maybe maybe let's not get let's not get ahead of <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on from there, uh, we can talk about Star Citizen uh, next, I think. We'll cover that just pretty quickly. Um, they have a new motorcycle, I believe, called the Tumbrel Cycle. Not Cyclone. What is that? Oh, I can tell so you. Help me out here. Yeah, I got the, I got the email. It's uh, the new, a new thing from Tumbrel. It's uh, uh, going on. Is it yeah, on I got sale the, yet? the chairman email. The chairman email, yeah. yeah. So they're uh, selling you a motorcycle in your space game now. So if that is a thing you like, you may proceed to the robertspaceindustry.com uh, web store and give them your credit card number again uh, if that's a thing you want to do um, also uh, a little birdie told me a little birdie by the name of Brian told me that uh, in reverse the verse this week they were going through the animations uh, and uh, longtime listeners of the show will recall 
that Brian was at CitizenCon last uh, last October and directed a couple of uh, professional actors in the intricate dance known as the Ken Shadow Facepalm. <laughs> and that sound you heard by my microphone was the sound of me facepalming. Okay, so there's that. Uh, and then also apparently the quick draw. Uh, so uh, Brian's directorial de- debut, Mr. Ken Shadow's directorial debut, uh, Citizen Con, uh, smashing success, uh, apparently repeated sometime during uh, Reverse the Verse. Um, uh, back back uh, quickly, back to the uh, uh, motorcycle. It's yes. called the Ranger. Ah, uh, the Tumbrel Ranger. It's a it, it's a treaded motorcycle, unlike the others, which are, are anti-grab. Yes, uh, unlike mm-hmm. the others, this one is a direct copy of the Batmobile motorcycle. Right. So, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Which, it looks, which oh. will go great with my Destiny armor. Right. That I fly, yeah. that I fly yeah. with my Type Six from Lacon. Uh, I, I find uh, it, yeah. I find it interesting that they're building uh, ground vehicles like this, and and uh, especially on the bikes and stuff. But you know, I wouldn't mind having a, a sweet selection of rides. You know? <laughs> I'm walking away from this, Jeff. I just, I mean, it's uh, not fair. Brian's not here to be my counterbalance. You're the I, middle guy, right? Uh, yeah. And Lennon, Lennon's going to take my oh, side. Have I, have I got to go pro Star Citizen? Is that what I've got to do? No, no. no. I just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm walking away. I'm just walking. Away. I mean, no, we, I, can, I mean, I can do it. I can do it. Hang on, oh, hang on. So, okay, okay, okay. I, good. I love the way, right? Because love's a very positive term. Yeah, I can. It's good. I can it do is. That. Yeah, I I love the way these bikes look like they're made out of Lego. <laughs> I mean, That's, I don't know if you that studied was them. It's very like, positive. <laughs> I have so much missed you. You've got to be on more often. <laughs> that, it's so it's so true. But and, and let's get. I mean, right on the point there. Who doesn't love Lego, right? I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, who does? I mean, even if. Even if Lennon wanted to do a dig at Star Citizen with that, that's in like fact, nicest in dig fact, possible. I believe this right, appeared. <laughs> in the, I, I believe this very this very bike appeared in the last Lego movie, didn't it? Not. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Riding it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I honestly wouldn't go as far as Batman because that would imply a certain level of aesthetic. But this is clear. Well, I mean, don't oh, get me wrong. Okay, it's come on, you're doing so good. You're doing so well. <laughs> no, 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 in in all honesty, in all honesty, I do like the idea of ground bikes um, certainly coming from Elite where all you've got is the SRV that you can plumb around and that feels very much like you're driving you know a NASA rover or something like mm-hmm. that it's a proper yeah. big multi-world vehicle if you just want to land on a planet and kind of uh, what I'm sort of envisaging is um, we've all seen Scout. Star Trek I presume Star Trek Nemesis where Picard yeah. takes the uh, the Argo the, out and just Argo. goes yeah, you know like he's a 20-year-old again and just starts driving around like crazy. Yes. If you want to do that, if you just want to land on a planet and go... And as, and as Counselor Troyer said, what is it with men in road vehicles anyway? <laughs> and I just got the email uh, talking about CitizenCon 2949, and okay, so I mentioned it there. That, oh, yeah. so, yes, yeah. N- enough said. No, 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 because we have a special guest. Yeah. Oh. And so I get to talk about things because oh, yes. as okay. anybody who listens to Heroes Rise will know, I clearly don't talk enough. Incidentally, I became the Tony of that podcast. That is just terrible. Anyway. Oh, that's um, terrible. It's what happens when you have we your own podcast. You it, it does. We got to get it you happens. back to your roots. Yeah, bring me back in a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was, I was looking at that because I saw that about three minutes before coming on air. So I thought I should at least try and be a little bit prepared. Um, so I did a little bit of digging and um, this CitizenCon is actually taking place on the anniversary event, isn't it? So when they have uh, the November yearly, 23rd, yeah. yeah, whenever they have the yearly anniversary, they always have an anniversary sale or an anniversary mini event type thing, along with Citizen Con. And if my calculations are correct, it should also be when Patch, well, according to the roadmap, three point eight should be launching, 
but given the delays to 3.5, it's probably been shifted back. So you might see patch 3.7 around that time, I reckon. Well, no, is... they'll just have whatever they have ready and call it 3.8. And then just oh, okay. Push well, it out. Yeah, I mean, whichever whichever I mean, way you like to do it'll, that. It'll be 3.5 with a new motorcycle in it. That's that's what it'll be. No, but, yeah. uh, but, uh, but and, 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 and again, in all seriousness, earlier Leno was saying in all honesty, and I'm going to say in all seriousness, it seems like it's in Manchester, England, where Foundry 42 is located. I've heard of this or, place. I'm sorry. Or, uh, yeah, is it Foundry 42? No, that's in Germany. The Star Citizen UK, the UK yeah. offices in Manchester. So it's there. It's the local hometown boy thing. It's London saying the anniversary of, of, of the sort of the, the funding date, you know, the end of the Kickstarter, November 23rd. And uh, they're, they've got a patch lined up for it. Uh, yeah. And, and the traditional sale. It seems like they're going to, they're making this once again a big event. And I'll just re up my criticisms from last time. You know, instead of holding things to the schedule and putting a nose to the grindstone and just doing things as they come, putting things on and off the schedule and off the table when you need to. Now we're gearing up for a big event and all roads must lead to this and things are going to be shifted to make this event happen nicely. It just yeah, I, I, I'm rolling I'm my ha- eyes I, all the way to the back of my head. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, choke on this, but I'm agreeing with you, Tony. Oh no. Yeah. See, this is what happens when Brian's not here. I need Brian to come yell at me and bash me about the head and I shoulder. object. Sustained. <laughs> I, yeah, okay. I, I'm objectionable. I, object I am objectionable. <laughs> it's a thing. I'm a very objectionable person. It's very true. All so right. on, well, on that, hang on, just before we yeah. move on, because yeah, I'm, yeah, no, I'm going to wring the life out of this if I get the chance. Do it. So, okay. So um, they, the, I don't know what to call it, holding page for CitizenCon, um, yeah. has a quote on there from Nick Croshaw saying, We've become explorers again. We have resurrected mystery, discovery, and adventure. So, do you think that, obviously this is kind of a hint about what's going to be coming up in CitizenCon. They need something big and flashy to show off. Do you think it's going to be jump points? No. 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 Okay, cool. Moving on. Yeah. No, just... No, uh, that, I, <laughs> My, my honest opinion is that that's just they just make up crap to put at the bottom of the page and just okay you know yeah. you don't actually reckon that that will hint at anything that's going to be coming are you kidding if they get a full system just no I mean just I mean, just count months this is six months away right yeah that's six months uh, just six months and six months and change two, six months and two weeks they don't even have a full system yet right I mean the one system that they've been working on is not yet complete and I don't they're not ready to go to another system yet. So right. I mean, they, they, they've got plenty on their plate right now. So, I mean, it, get spinning up another uh, whole instance of this without anything to put in it, uh, I think, is no. I, that well, would be... I mean, spinning up a... I, I'm grossly oversimplifying it, but spinning up a new system, even if it's just largely empty, just so you can jump from one to the other and have a spaceport at the other end, you know, that's something that would be doable for a presentation. I'm not necessarily saying, you know, because then the typical Star uh, Citizen you're, you're, you're where you're going to show you're it wrong. and then you're going to get that in six months and then you'll actually get it in nine. Right, right. And again, I'll just go, I'll just refer you to my previous point of <laughs> doing a bunch of stuff that has very little to do with actually producing a workable gaming system so you have something to show off at CitizenCon. I mean, right. that, if that if you're right, and you might be, it just like, this is like, yeah, that's exactly the thing that I rant about. So, uh, okay. So maybe. Maybe. I, I, hey, I love the, I love this discussion. I look brilliant no matter how it goes. This is great. Uh, this I is a, that fast, have but. either of you <laughs> even tried uh, three point five on the live yet? No, I have not tried three five. I tried three four when that came out, um, so I'm a little bit behind. But okay, 
<clears throat> well, I was in it uh, last night, and uh, I, I, it's uh, interesting. I actually got I so all this time in, in, in up till now, I've had difficulty with my warthog um, doing forward and back in my right. uh, uh, at, at, for thrusters um, with my ships. Well, um, that started working last night, so something was fixed, <laughs> and that but my. Uh, my uh, axes are inverted, and I can't figure out how to uh, <laughs> invert them back. Oh, it's <laughs> easy. So, so you've got your warthog on the desk. You loosen the four screws, turn the whole thing 180 degrees, and put them back on again. That's <laughs> yeah. that's how you do it. Yeah. It also <laughs> automatically inverts left and right when you do that too. So it's like two functions in one. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. 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 We're we're about solutions you're, here at the Guard Frequency. I, uh, thanks for your <laughs> help, solved. gentlemen. Um, you, hey, your your tech support was was. Well appreciated. That's okay. My bill's in the post. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if if in the black now release completely inverted left and right control scheme, we know that they're listening we know. to this. <laughs> It'll be proof. It'll be absolute yeah. irrefutable proof. Uh, and, and not to not to not to leave this great round of uh, CIG bashing for another round of CIG bashing, but just wanted a quick update you keep on last saying week. That, but you, you I know, know, but but you know, really, it's CI. It's not CIG. CI. You're you're right. It's it's just Cloud Imperium because they, they changed yeah. the name. And All to right. be fair, Jeff pulled me up on that when I wrote in in the feedback it's, last week. Yeah. So I, it's my turn. It's my turn. It is my turn. That is correct. That is correct. But anyway, uh, so uh, but that Forbes article, uh, as is bound to happen in today's journalism a bunch of people picked up on it and just like echo chambered it and got a lot of things wrong so uh, a lot of stuff that if you read the Forbes article wasn't news to those of us who've been following it and arguably as Brian was saying seemed like it had an agenda and made some made some uh, you know, shaded things a certain way well a bunch of people got up on the internet and just like you know completely trashed uh, and <laughs> completely trashed our citizen didn't shocked. even bother didn't even <laughs> bother with the whole shading thing they just went and poured black paint over it uh, so I mean it was it was it, it, it this was the cause some of the fallout I was kind of anticipating. Uh, from an article like this where a, a respected magazine dotted its I's, crossed its T's, uh, got sources and quotes and all this kind of stuff, and then a bunch of followers on came on and just sort of piggybacked on their work and you know repackaged it and called it their own column. So there were about half a dozen, ten of these sort of echo articles that came out there that uh, were less flattering even than the Forbes one. So, out of curiosity... Did you find any that had gone the other way that kind of took the Forbes article and were like, it wasn't that bad? I didn't see any of them that said okay. that it's not that bad. I think they, I think they're relying on the subreddit for that. I think, right, for, okay. I think yeah, this the subreddit is the main is the main source of uh, you know. Oh, it's not. It, this, this is that's nothing. They got it all wrong. It's it's completely our. This is everything's fine. Uh, I, I think that's the subreddit. Um, <laughs> Not trying to tire yeah. an entire cast of people with one massive brush, but there you go. Well, you know, there's shading and then there's pouring black paint all over things, and so I figure right. it's. It, I should, I, you know, I figure I can get away with that because all these other, you know, journalists online. Are oh, I see that, what you're you know. doing. You're doing the sort yeah. of the two extreme viewpoints to try and get the clicks in. There yeah. you go. That is mm -hmm. right. So uh, yeah, because that's what we do here. We're shamelessly pandering to all the people <laughs> that like Space Sim podcasts. <laughs> We're, you know, that's a huge market out there so we're, we're gonna get them all guys yeah uh, but but uh but but it's this was part of the fallout that i was anticipating so it, it's 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 reverberating in, a, in such a way that kind of makes it worse because if people want don't want to read a 3500 word investigative report 
and they want, would rather get the 500 word condensed version, which is highly inaccurate and lacking in more substance. Uh huh. And and Brian, one of Brian's uh, uh, critiques last week is it sounded like a lot of things got cut out, and they, he was probably right because they had a column length. That they had to yeah. Do. And so it just makes that problem even worse when a bunch of a bunch of people who don't have the access that guys working for Forbes can get. Uh, you know, you you can't call up Chris Roberts if you're working for one of the regular right. you know, uh, little gaming websites and just have a sit down with him. Uh, so they're they're trying to make a living too, and so they sort of uh, piggybacked off the, the what the Forbes article was doing. So anyway, if we are done with that, we can move on to um, something super fun, which is the Elite Dangerous stuff. Uh, I'm kind of excited about this. This is a semi new thing that they're doing. It's it's yeah, more of a repackaging of a bunch of old things. Yes, much like Uber is just a taxi on your phone. Mm-hmm. A bus route. This is this this big spaceship is just a bus route between uh, point A point B, point A and point B in the galaxy, and it only runs once a week. Yeah, I can fly there a lot faster than a week. Well, but not, not everybody has an Imperial Cutter, Cutter, Clipper, Clipper, Cutter. Yes, both actually. I have both. Yeah. So either way is fine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're both uh, instruments of you know snippy destruction. So that's yes. They 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 both they both can be if, if properly modified. But uh, no, I would take the Diamondback Explorer, which you have, Lemon. You have I do have a DBX. Yes. 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 And that was because it's got a very long jump range, and so uh, it's the bus will save you depending on your uh, kit, uh, 20, 30 jumps if you got a good uh, good range. Uh, 50 jumps if you don't have a good range. Uh, so it's 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 nice. It's a good service, and you just have to get there on Thursday, wait for the server tick. I guess it's Wednesday. Get there on Wednesday. Time zones. Whenever yeah. the server tick happens, so whenever the server tick, it's, it's when Lennon gets up in the morning, basically on Thursday morning. Sure. So late, I think it's late Wednesday, U.S. time, early morning, uh, British time. Uh, when the server ticks over, and then the ship will disappear from the bubble and reappear in the Guardian space. At the same time, they'll have a ship disappearing from the Guardian space and reappearing in the bubble. So you can hang out in uh, the Guardian space for a week, gather up your materials, do some of these new uh, scenarios they've got out there, uh, and then come back to the bubble and engineer your ships and all that kind of stuff. So it's a good system. And they've got a lore wrapper wrapped around it and we'll, you'll hear some of that in galactic public radio they covered it in a live stream this week so spoilers spoilers uh down here uh, lennon have you taken a look at any of this you, did you watch the live stream not the live stream no i've i've read a load of the forum posts though so well so uh we'll do spoilers okay. for everybody so plug your ears if you don't want to hear everybody you know fast forward through this part so uh lennon i kind of copy and paste him down there and you can kind of see the the, the different phases yes this is, this is the forum oh, post oh you, that you, sorry no yeah. that that live stream yes no i definitely watched that i was the one yes. who was reporting on it for you guys remember you reported yeah no i i, I tried to have a little bit of journalistic integrity but reported yeah no no, no. We're much like we're like we're not like Forbes. We're like the copycat people. We're like those people. We just we just piggyback off stuff. No, we're, we're no, like no. the copycats with less training. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh-huh. That's exactly right. So, uh, so we just passed phase one, according to the yes. thing. We've got uh, uh, we've got partners. Zeni partners is out there now. The ship is ready to be boarded. It'll tick over uh, next week and swap. With the ship that's out in, in the uh, Sinufe? Sure. Sinu- 
Jeff, how is that pronounced? Sniffer. <laughs> okay. Sniffer it is. The sniffer system. Yeah. The sniffer system. Yeah. We may, okay. We may have a sh- we may have a show title. All right. So uh, the the sniffer system they're going to have uh, the the conduit is the one ship's name. It's going to be there in the sniffer system, and at the home base in Zendi is going to be Sadler's Song. I think is the other ship name. Sanufi. So, uh, yeah. Sanufi. Sanufi. Not too late. Too late. No, sniffer. Too it's late. It's sniffer. It's too yeah. late. It's the sniffer system. Sanufi. Yeah, I like that better. No, I like sniffer. Mm, no, no, we like sniffer. Yeah, but that's much better. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so uh, uh, when you jump out there, uh, when you get out out there, there'll be two new encounters you can have. They'll be the same name as encounters you encounters you'll already know. One of them being the uh, convoy and the salvage. The convoy is the one, and then the salvage one is the uh, uh, emissions. It's the degraded yeah, emissions. emissions. I was yes. I was looking for the word started with the D that was in front of emissions. I couldn't remember. Degraded emissions. And so, uh, but there, as longtime players will know, degraded emissions are already a thing. And you mm-hmm. can find random crap there, uh, usually low level engineering materials. But now they're called degraded emissions, and you can find better stuff there, like Guardian things. Medium grade crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> My question is, how do you tell the difference? I don't know, and neither do they, because when they did the live stream, they jumped in, and there was a whole bunch of, oh, this is just regular trash, and they just jumped right back out. They jumped into another one, oh, this is regular stuff, and they jumped right back out. So yeah, a little I, bit of exploration though is that can be fun. Sure, I mean not and if you've got it, a hit list, but well, which is why you're going out there. So, yeah, but you know, this is going to be around a while, isn't it? This is just the first part of their interstellar initiatives, isn't it? So that's a it's going to last a little bit. And it's got to, I mean, I suppose it has to sort of fit in the rest of the world, too. It's not just for this thing, so. Yeah. All right. But, number one, it made for sort of a, it made for sort of an awkward live stream, like, oh, we want to show off this new thing we're doing. Oh, except we can't make it fire. Uh, Okay. Um, Little, uh, they had a little bit better luck with the other one, the convoy raid. This is the convoy dispersal pattern, which is another type of unidentified signal source everyone will be familiar with. Uh, But this one. They, uh, you just have to find the ship that's carrying the one thing. And their example was a, a relic key. So they uh, were less than successful in the heist that they attempted to pull. Uh, and this is a common thing if anybody's trying to do hostage rescue missions. You can't get a hatchbreaker limpet to attach to the, the ship you want to rob if they've got a point defense system. It just shoots your limpets down. Mm-hmm. And then the poor guy, Adam, the executive producer, got his butt handed to him by all of the NPCs <laughs> that were escorting the ship with the one valuable thing on it. So it seems like that's a hard way to go to find these. Uh, you might want to just take an SRV to a planet and land. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the game the game isn't called Elite Mostly Harmless. It's got, you know, it's dangerous in there for a reason. It's so true, so true. But uh, these two new ways are an alternative to driving around on a dark planet in your SRV and getting shot at by uh, Guardian Sentinels. Now you can get shot at by other kinds of NPCs. So there you go. Good. Variety yeah. is the spice of life, after all. Indeed. So that's mm. what's happening in the next week, over the next week. And the 16th, why don't you take that one, Lennon? Yeah, so the 16th. So the 16th, um, so that'll be a couple of days after this show airs, actually. So everything we've just talked about should have happened by the time everybody's listening, roughly. It's happening now. Yeah. Now. Although not now. It's kind of future, you know, it's all 
crazy. Yeah. So on the 16th is when we're going to get our first proper community go, and this one, they're going to be asking for uh, cargo runs, basically, aren't they, of certain goods uh, out to the um, to the outpost called the Prospect. And uh, that will allow you to unlock some additional uh, Guardian tech brokers, I believe. Right. If, the, if, the, if we pass the threshold, you know that... Oh, yeah, sorry, we've got to succeed. Yeah. Right. If... And traditionally, it, it happens. Uh, and uh, if you do so, they're going to unlock uh, Guardian modules at the outpost yep. and the tech broker there. And this yes. is an important point that I missed uh, when they first went through this. You have to have a smaller medium ship. You cannot fly a large ship out there no. in the dock. No. So that is kind of a buzzkill for me. Yeah, although at the same time, it does stop them from putting up the community goal and then having it instantly overloaded by people with their 700 cargo ton anacondas pulling up. And That's true. That is true. That's true. Man, stop making points that make my complaints <laughs> seem complainy and whiny. God. But you're uh, always man. complaining and whiny. I was going to say, you don't need me for I know, that. You. <laughs> I know, but, but Lennon makes him seem that way. I'm going to whine about that. Yeah, no, but, yeah, nothing is not consistent there. <laughs> so, all right. So, just be sure. So, be sure to pack up a Python or a Fertilance uh, or another type of a smaller medium ship that you like uh, to, to to haul the cargo and to shoot the convoy out. I think a lot of crates are going to be out there because that the crates are good and all nice all rounder. Yep. A lot of pythons, uh, and you know what? An FDL all of a sudden is a thing because all the jumping is taken care of for you. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. So you don't yeah, need that you, range. You don't need the range as long as you can get to the, the the bus stop. Yeah, you can. Yeah, and I bet you could even get your ship mailed to the bus stop. I haven't visited that station. I don't know if they have a shipyard. I haven't could, either. But in theory, yeah, yeah I see what you mean. Yeah. Load it up, fly there, and something else. Yeah, get yeah. it so, mailed. So there's there are some complaints, and there's some uh, some some. Uh, I want to call it protests, but there are some people saying you've kind of taken away from the fun of the game if you can just appear there, right? But I think it's going to just it's, it changes how you play the game, not necessarily what you do. You know, this right. you have to coordinate the stop at the bus stop rather than sit in your chair for 90 minutes jumping after jumping after jumping after jumping after jumping. So, um, alright, so and then, uh, May, and then May 23rd is the next one. Well, as alluded into our first interstellar initiative video, activity in this area is going to attract the attention of Sagan, the Sagan Exchange, who seek to gain control of the operation. What so, interestingly, on this, if they're having a faction that are moving in, by the sound of it, they're having a faction that are moving in and then they're going to try and, you know, take over and you're going to get a little bit of the interesting conflict going on there. Um, mm. Do you think that they're going to have uh, patrols scanning the, sh the station's mail slot when you come up, seeing if you've got illicit cargo? In other words, will they have sniffer dogs? <laughs> <laughs> that was a long uh, walk to get to I'm that punchline. I'm done. Uh, and, Good and, I was about to, and I was about to correct you. And I was going to say, now, Lennon, there won't be a mail slot out there because this will be a small outpost. So there won't be one. But then but then you delivered the punchline. That would have blown the joke, yeah. It, and, yeah. <laughs> So I'm glad I'm glad you bowled right through it because I would have I would have so good good on you right there all right so uh, <laughs> yes there will be the conflict uh, there will uh, there's going to be that's going to be the traditional conflict zone type yep. community goal where you try to shoot people down uh, out there and again I think what'll be interesting is that people will go out there on the the, the courier ship you know the, the bus 
with their small and medium ships, but there will be people that fly out there in their large ships just on their own and sort of, mm-hmm. you know, do that, uh, do that, to, to take part at least uh, in the combat part of it. So uh, that balance of power will be sort of interesting. The whole point of these community goals is that the first one, we unlock the station and its resources. Then the next one is going to be we uh, decide who, uh, which faction wins, and that's going to have a consequence. If one faction wins, you, uh, they're going to be uh, there's going to be a new multi cannon, which already leaked a little bit. We talked a little bit about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, the synthesis recipe for the new ammo uh, is going to mm. be available. So this new multi cannon, which I believe is going to be called the advanced multi cannon, uh, will just shoot regular ammo, and that's fine. But if you want, you can synthesize using Guardian recipes, Guardian technology, synthesize AX ammo. And then that gun does not count against your AX cap. So right now you can only carry four anti-Xeno weapons, whether it's Guardian or the regular you know, Thargoid-derived stuff. But you could load up your other slots with these advanced multi-cannons, which normally are just fire regular bullets, but when you synthesize, become anti-Xeno. Yeah. So this is their way of uh, compromising to get around that, that weapon cap which has irked many people for a long time. Um, yeah. Another thing that I also want to uh, point out on that is a lot of people on the forums were asking if engineering will affect the new AX cannon because it's not strictly an AX cannon type. And right. uh, basically Will's come out and said that, yeah, if you engineer the modules to, for example, increase the damage um, for either the, the basic standard ammo or the uh, anti-Xeno, it will apply to these new advanced cannons as well. So, Oh, yeah. Well, okay. That well, that's a makes it a little bit more, you know. Well, yeah. Makes it attractive, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, that that's that's almost kind of better. I think. Yeah. I mean, that's that's uh, yeah. I mean, if depending on, but boy, I hope someone's going to run those numbers because it it may turn out that those these new guns might be better than the dedicated uh, AX stuff because you can engineer you can engineer some pretty. Oh yeah, hot, hot stuff. Uh, you can you can turn a regular gun into a super gun. So yeah, and this is an advanced super gun. This is an advanced super gun with, <laughs> with 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 premium ammo even. Yeah. So wow. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So we'll have to see. Uh, the, the engineering has not been a thing on anti Xeno stuff so far, but this one that could be fun. Well, Maybe. this is the thing: is that strictly speaking, it's it's not yeah. anti Xeno right. because it just gets converted to anti Xeno damage when it right. gets fired. So. Yeah, that's that's why it does affect it. Now, the the way that they were saying it is, I'm not necessarily sure that it was an intentional design choice, but they have confirmed that it does happen. So, well, who knows? Okay, well, but I mean, now that the question's been asked, they the clock is ticking for them to change it because if it gets out in the wild and then they nerf it, oh heavens to Betsy, that's gonna cause. Yeah, some I mean, the it, it's a bit like when they did the uh, neutron uh, neutron super jumping. That was initially a bug, wasn't it? It wasn't supposed right. to do it quite yep. as good as it did, but there was enough community uh, demand for pitchforks, however you want to phrase it, yes. that kept it in the game. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I can see them trying to roll that back though, because well, you know, honestly. The whole design goal of the Guardian weapons and the Thargoid weapons is that you have to go do things, the grind, right? You got to go out and collect a certain number of widgets at the at these far off, far flung places, face some danger, jump through some hoops, and then you can have the goodie. Well, you kind of got to do that here too. You got to get yeah. out to the Guardian. You got to get unlock the recipe. You got to uh, find all the uh, recipe components. 
you got to collect him. You got to go to a special place to uh, to to get the gun that you want. Then you have to synthesize the ammo, and that's expensive. I there's enough there. Let the engineering go. There's enough there. There's enough. There there are enough. Plenty of hurdles and hoops to jump through. Uh, and finally, uh, the winning corporation will take uh, control of the system. And uh, if the other guys, the bad guys, the Sneggins, what'd you call them, Jeff? Um, uh, Sagan. Uh, Sagan. Like, okay. Like, Sagan. Sure. Like, like uh, Carl. Like Carl. You know. Sure. We'll, you'll you'll see this again in GPR in a minute. So you know we'll have to we'll have <laughs> oh, to iron boy. this out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but if that if that company takes over. They will uh, change the uh, bus stop in the bubble. It'll switch mm. over to their system. So there, these are things which, you know, depending on what happens, the game will change for those people who are paying attention. And I think that's the underlying point here is that the game overall will not change for people that don't care. Right. Don't, yeah. don't care. So Jeff, for example, doesn't care. Whether the bus stop is in the Segnan system, company controlled area, or if it's in the Zendi Partners one, because it doesn't—he doesn't really want to go out to the Guardian thing, and so it doesn't matter. And if one day he does want to, he just has to look up whichever company won and just go that way. But on the other hand, that's kind of how life is too. I don't particularly care what company does certain things unless I want to do business with that company. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it, you know, it's it's one of those things where. One of the complaints about Elite Dangerous is that nothing ever happens. You know, there's nothing that ever changes the the galaxy. Galaxy's a big place, yeah. and unless you're unless you're invested in a certain part of it, the, what happens there, you just don't care. I mean, the thing is with that complaint, there, there is a lot of stuff that happens, right? Like, it, but like you were saying, you've got to be into it. So, power play is if you get involved in that that can be actually a really good experience. You're politically trying to take over systems, expand influence, all that sort of thing. Um, mm. You've then got uh, the smaller scale version that we're doing currently in uh, nice guard frequency way. response. That, uh, you know, you can uh, force conflicts within other corporations and interests within the systems that you're in and you've got a real drive towards that. But uh, equally, if you're not into that and you just want to fly out and look at a star, you can do that. But there's so exactly. much that you could get involved in if you choose to get involved in it. And for those that do, or, it can or be... Or not like, get yeah. involved. Yeah, yeah. Or not get involved. The choice is yours. You are a strong, yes. independent commander who don't need no squadron. That's that's right. Well, I like my squadron, though. I mean, it's really, really cool. And I like, and I do like to participate with them. But the point, I think the point I'm trying to uh, make is that you don't need to, to tow the, the current... I want to say company uh, company focus. Yeah, yeah, you have uh, to do the latest just, thing. Yeah, if you, you don't have to get right, on that bus. Yeah, you don't have to get on that bus. You do not. You do not. I'd recommend against it because we have something fun going on in our neck of the woods, don't we, we Lennon? We do. We do. Somebody got a little bit above their station and said to a crossy, eh, you know, there's an API for Elite Dangerous. I could probably make a Discord bot for it. And that kind of started a four-week journey that just saw me consume more <laughs> caffeine than oh, I've ever boy. had in one, in one session. But no, um, yes, so we do have a Discord bot. I do like talking about my technical ability because it's the only yes. ability that I feel like I can talk about. So it's... Uh, it's fun. It's, it's cool. It is, I like it. It is good. So yeah, for anybody who's in our Discord, and if you're not in our Discord, you probably should. It's discord.guardfrequency.com and you get to hang out with people like us who we probably talk about as much over there as we do on this show, but that's a whole different ballgame. No, um, I say we talk less than we do over here on this show. 
Mm, I talk less. That's for sure. Yeah, Tony talks less. I talk less. That's for sure. To be to be fair, we got it. We have to stop using Hangouts and just move to Discord. Well, you absolutely should. Yes, and this is part of this discussion because the tool that Lennon has on there now is we kind of want to use it as sort of a rallying point. Tell them what the tool does, Lennon. Tell them what it does. So, yes, what this bot does is it uh, connects to the Elite Dangerous API uh, currently through EDDB, but it is also looking directly into the Elite Data Dangerous Network. The Elite Data Dangerous Network? Other way around. Elite Dangerous Data Network. And what it does is, uh, at the moment, you can just issue it a command to ask for any faction status, and it will pull off uh, these are the systems that the faction controls, these are the stations the faction controls, this is the other factions within it, and it can give you an update on the influence levels and everything like that without having to get in-game to be able to see the state of the conflict. So it then means that we can all rally together and for example, so we do like a status for GFR status, and that gives us guard frequency responses in-game status. And then from there, we've been planning huge squadron operations to try and get our influence above X percent to expand into neighboring systems, which has then kind of... We seem to be slightly now bordering on another huge player-run system, which when... Mm. Uh, when somebody was like, oh, it can't be that bad. Um, it caused the bot to crash with the amount of systems that they own that it was trying to process. Uh, so yeah, they're present in like 13 systems and they control all the stations. Um, so yeah, using this tool. And it's able to look up anything within Elite Dangerous and it's just, you've just got to give it the right commands in order to do it. Um, and more importantly though, it does also have a command called Tony. And what this oh. does is it does a random number generator and just tells you whether Tony's right or wrong. It's heavily weighted in one direction. I'm not going to tell you which, but it does oh. It does do it. <clears throat> and so that's, uh, that would be exclamation point Tony? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Exclam- okay. Exclamation point Valis, because Valis is the name of the bot and you've got to trigger okay. her first. Exclamation point Valis space Tony. And that will give you, you know, just a Tony is right, Tony is wrong. And Valis, she has V-A-L-S, Yes, V-A-L-A-S Valis is, is the is the character in the RPG and now also the name of mm. our bot. So. Who is literally overseeing operations. She's, 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 she's get, doling out information and opinions uh, necessary to, vital to the success of, of these missions. So that's, that is correct. Uh, so uh, join us over on the Discord. We are planning, we're, we're going to do, as our first expansion is coming up, and we'll be covering that in Geo, uh, Galactic Public Radio in just a minute here. Um, but uh, our first expansion is coming up, or we're not sure which planet we're going to yet, uh, but we've hit the threshold. And then we got a pirate attack, so our threshold dipped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you know, such is life, right? I mean, everything's going great. You're going to expand a star system. Yeah. Pirates, right? I've, yeah. I've driven to the next town over and been invaded several mm. times today. So it, Yeah, it happens. It, it happens. just happens. It does. So, uh, but anyway, so we're having, having a good time. We're on Discord. Come join us. Uh, let's, uh, we'll make Anne Seath great again. Uh, and then, uh, in, and then also make Betaho great again, maybe? We're thinking, yeah, Betaho. And that, see, and that... That's fun too. Is like this area that I sort of I picked in Seath. In the old games, they had like little bits of lore attached to them, right? And mm. Seath used to be a big deal, right? But and so this Betaho system, Betaho, Betaho, I don't know. Yeah, it's the it's the headquarters company for Saud Kruger, the the Beluga manufacturer, the dolphin manufacturer. So so this this area in the galaxy has all these historical sort of lore ties to it. I think it's just kind of fun. It's just it's kind of cool that we're you know we're, we're this it's storied area of the of the uh, of uh, of the galaxy of the bubble. So, anyway, but that's just yeah. flavor. That's just that's, flavor. This is all about killing ships. 
well for you but you know there yeah. are also trade girls that we've done and yeah. there's a lot of stuff and Exploring, you yeah. know if you're not on our discord this is the level of great content you're missing and if this isn't uh, enough of a draw shiv is also in there relatively permanently and the puns do flow they so do. that could be a draw or a you know uh anti-caution a caution yeah. yeah that's yeah, yeah just you know but um yeah you know you got to take the good with the bad and shiv straddles that line very well so <laughs> yeah. yes there's the good puns and the bad puns tony is yeah. right tony is wrong you just never know yeah. what you're going to get when you show up jeff edits them makes them not make sense unedits yeah. them uh, uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever all right well i think we've beaten pretty much all those topics to death is there anything else that we need to cover well i, I was think i was going to ask you know um isn't Richard Clemens about ready to retire? Shouldn't Valis be taking over the 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 CEO ship and duties? No, no, no. They're no, 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 no. They're 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 good story reasons why things happen the way they do. The chess the chess master has plans. Oh, he does. Oh, there there are plans. There are wheels within wheels. So I I know a little bit about tabletop role playing games now. A couple things, you know, given given the whole other podcast and everything. And so is this plans within GFR or? GFO rather God Frequency Origins is that what you're talking about? Yeah because uh, long long time listeners will recognize Richard Clemens as the guy you pulled out of the drug lab. Yeah yeah. Um, so I, I do just want to say though from one chess master to another your players will flip the table just be prepared for that <laughs> glue it down now because yeah. Lucky for me my table's at roll 20 and Yay. they can unplug their computer that's fine <laughs> with me well, uh, if that's all that we have there, then uh, now that we're all caught up on Space Sim News, let's get caught up on Space News with Galactic Public Radio. Good evening from Galactic Public Radio on NC. I'm Spencer McDunn, and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. Charges of corruption are plaguing Alliance leadership. For the latest, we go to special correspondent Brill Haxon in the Alios system. Thanks, Spencer. President Gibson Kincaid has been accused of campaign finance violations by his former election opponent, Councillor Elijah Beck. Councillor Beck delivered the accusation to a special session of the Alliance Assembly, during which he stated, quote, President Kincaid's re-election campaign received several billion credits worth of undeclared funds. I have received data suggesting that these transactions were secretly arranged by a senior figure within the Bank of Zeons, end quote. The councillor's request for a formal investigation was approved by a majority vote, and Prime Minister Mehan wasted no time in detailing Alliance law enforcement resources to the task. President Kincaid, of course, is not taking these allegations lying down. In an interview with the Alliance Tribune, Kincaid accused Beck of fabricating the story as revenge for losing the presidential race last year. He even insinuated that Beck was somehow the beneficiary of the murder of the third candidate in that race, industrialist Fazia Silva. Kincaid stated, quote, It's interesting that Beck's own campaign gained a lot of support after Silver was murdered. End quote. As the investigation gets started, little is known beyond what Councillor Beck told the Assembly. So far, the Bank of Zeons is refusing to cooperate, citing customer privacy laws and data secrecy treaties. A spokesperson for the bank told GPR that it spends billions of credits on strict compliance procedures annually for political campaigns throughout the galaxy, and that the institution's reputation was above reproach. 
Nevertheless, the bank said their position might change if Councillor Beck or Alliance investigators revealed their insider source. But for now, President Kincaid's expanded executive authority appears to be considerably contracted as he deals with this scandal. From the Alioth System for Galactic Public Radio, I'm Brill Haxon. Thanks, Brill. Zundi Partners has announced that it's taking on passengers for the maiden voyage of its first Guardian exploration ferry, the Saddler Song. It will depart from Zindi System this Thursday. Stay in Guardian space for a week and return the following Thursday. Its sister ship, the Conduit, will be running the same route, but in the opposite direction. The CEO of Zindi Partners, Freya Tain, told the media, quote, This first step of our initiative should encourage activity in the nearby Guardian ruins. In addition, we have now finalized the design of Advanced Military Module based on Guardian technology, and we hope to begin manufacturer of this design very soon. End quote. Not everyone is pleased with the new service. Cedric Stone, CEO of rival arms manufacturer Sagnan Exchange, released a statement stating, quote, I would like to remind Ms. Tain that she does not hold a monopoly on Guardian artifacts from that region of space. Sagnan Exchange has proven a track record in this field and we hope that Zindi partners are able to secure the acquisition of Guardian commodities for the benefit of all, End quote. Finally, in local news, Guard Frequency Response officials are gearing up for opening a new franchise office in a nearby system. Associate Director Richard Clemens told GPR, quote, We've had our application approved by the Pilots Federation, but we haven't yet been told which system will house our new offices. It's a bit of a challenge to prepare for management responsibilities when one doesn't know what exactly one is supposed to manage. End quote. Announcement of the new system franchise is expected next week. Until the next turn of the worlds for Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDunn. Good night. Tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Okay, well, scratch everything I said. I just found their weapon store. Hey, can you get a couple more hand grenades for me? Why not? <laughs> okay. Ain't nobody watching. Get in trouble for looting. Yeah, <laughs> there ain't nobody watching. If you want to, you want to lift a couple of hand grenades. You go right ahead. I mean, Clev's been stingy with them. So, <laughs> <laughs> how many are you taking? How many are there? Uh, in this crate, which is a two meter by approximately one meter uh, pod, there are, let's say, well, it's packing, safety materials, security measures. Let's say there are 400 grenades. Is is there a limit? Christmas. Like, what, what's the hard limit on that one can carry one person? Do you, you don't have a backpack. You have okay. your military fatigues. You could, I think, I think realistically, you could might be carry six. See, All right, I'll take backpack. six of them then. <laughs> All right, you take six grenades, close the lid. There you go. Don't open any more. I'll try. I'll check one more. All right. 
Roll Walk around a little check. bit more. Ten. Ten. You pop this one open, and inside there are is a is it uh, it's a big big laser gun that looks like it probably mounts on some kind of vehicle, like a like like an SRV. It would mount on something similarly sized to an SRV. Well, Tinkerbell was right about <laughs> about them uh, coming to this place to just. Well, it is late, but Tinkerbell was right. They are leaving a whole bunch of good stuff. All the toys are staying behind. There's lots of good toys in this room. This place is way too stocked up on weapons for a farming planet. There's there's something going on. I mean, I know we already figured that out, but it's just getting too weird. All right. Uh, like, grab me that you... giant laser gun if you can too. <laughs> it's, it, 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 I don't would, think I can yeah. carry it. <laughs> she, would, she would need a forklift, and there's not one readily apparent. It, that, uh, there might be one of the crates. <laughs> Moving the laser gun is, is is beyond beyond the capability of a single person at the uh, for you know for, for this person. If Clev was here, he might be able to do it because he's all cybered up. But yeah, not a deer. All right, so uh, unless you're unless you want to go shopping at the Five Finger Discount Store anymore. Um, I've got grenades. You got grenades. You're good. All right. So uh, let's go to who wants to go next? Akrosi has been in the trunk for a while, so I'll let him choose. I'll go last. You're going to go last? Okay. All right. I'll go next then. All right. So roll a D1, D4, and don't get a three or four. Roll again. You got a three. You got a three, so you got to roll again. You got a three, so you got to roll again. And a four. You got a four, so you got to roll again. (laughs) One. No, you can't just do evens and odds. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could, but I wanted him to keep rolling because it makes better radio that way. All right. So you rolled a one. (laughs) Finally, a one that counts for something. Good job. Uh, All right. So uh, you go into another, uh, uh, you go to the other building and you try the zero codes and it also does not work. So I should use, do a security roll. Mm -hmm. Do a security roll. Get a five. You are frustrated by this. This this mm. does not appear to be working. Can I charm the lock? You may not charm <laughs> the lock. However, it, the the construction wasn't is not great, right? I mean, it, clearly it's sort of a prefab, you know, off the shelf kind of civilian, and not, and not necessarily civilian, but it's just it's it's not not as sturdy as maybe some other buildings you've attacked with SRV plasma repeaters before. I can just peel up the siding and stroll stroll in. There is at least the you you you, you do the the thirty fourth century equivalent of jiggling the handle, and it's <laughs> not the sturdiest of constructions. Okay. Um, <clears throat> is there a way I think I can get in this door without breaking the goddamn thing off the hinges? Well, I mean, it's, it's sort of a slidey thing, and it looks like there's there's enough purchase there where you might be able to slide a tool of some kind in there, and, and maybe maybe just sort of pop the thing okay uh do i have said tool on my person well, then uh, pat yourself down and see what you got i got some clips maybe all right uh, i could pull a pin out of a grenade uh, <laughs> I, would, I would advise against that maybe <laughs> all right all right i use a, i use an auto pistol clip and just try and presumably of course you take the bullets out first how would i do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure Okay, all right. This is going to be, this is not a tool that you normally use for this, so this is going to be pretty high roll, but go ahead and roll a, uh, uh, let's let's roll a a little sleight of hand check. Seven. Seven. Uh, You you would need more than that to jimmy something with an auto pistol. All right. uh, You you did drive four SRVs into this place, and they typically have a repair kit. All right. I will go check the repair kit to see what I have in there. 
you find basically the 34th century century equivalent of a crowbar. Okay. Right. <laughs> I nonchalantly, you know, stick the crowbar down my 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 back and then again, anybody you it. can see is watching the outside of the walls. They, they there's just <laughs> no one is paying any attention whatsoever. It's just really conspicuous if somebody happens to turn around and I'm walking across <laughs> the yard to the cargo area. To for the purposes of the narrative, the yeah, for the purposes of the narrative, ain't nobody watching. Alright. I bust the so, share that door with the crowbar then. Go ahead go ahead and roll me another go ahead another roll me another uh side hand check there. An eight. eight. Yeah. You with a little bit of work, you get the end of the bar in there, you find where the lock meets the jam, give it a good little twist and pop, and the thing just opens up. Alrighty then. What do I see? Uh you go inside, uh close the door behind you as best you can, and inside it's dark. Just dark. Do I have a light on my suit? You do well, not, but your, but your, your handcom has sort of a flashlight. Okay. App I turn on, on my handcom flashlight. All right. So uh, in the middle of the room is sort of it's it's smaller than a cargo pod. Uh, it might be uh, a meter, meter How and a half. Room? What's that? How big is this room? It's uh, there. All these all these buildings are about uh, thirty feet. You know, we'll call it ten meters by five meters approximately. Gotcha. So it's you know 30, 30 by fifteen, and you know the ceilings are two meters, three meters, about three meters high, you know, 10 feet high. They're all, okay. like I said, prefab sort of boxes. There's, no, there's nothing special about them. Um, but in the middle of this room uh, is, is this is another sort of box. It's smaller than a cargo pod. Um, and it appears to be connected to a power source, like, you know, the, a wall socket, basically. Uh, and just sort of sitting there. Is it no labeled lights. in any way? What's that? Is it labeled in any way? Nope, no labels on it. I put my hand on it. Does that guy feel a vibration? Uh, no, no vibration. Um, but when you put your hand on it, it, it there's a the, basically the entire top surface of the uh, uh, crate, whatever the box or it is, sort of lights up on the on a border. It's like there's a blue line which defines basically what it looks like a large touch screen, kind of old school touch screen. What the what? Why is this not a holographic sort of projectory thing? Man, old school touch screen. So it's a touchscreen. Does it say anything? Nope. It's just sort of a blank blue border at this point. All right. Can I, I, I try tapping on the screen and see if there's anything happening. So you tap on the screen a couple of times and a keypad appears uh, with an alphanumeric keypad. So like you said, you're like prompting an interface to come up and one does. And it's a, basically a 10, a 10 key keypad. And up at the top, it says, good morning, professor. <laughs> Zero, 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 zero. <laughs> Good morning, Professor disappears, and the words very funny appear. <laughs> At least it wasn't the password. <laughs> so the... Interesting. So I, 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 I not too loudly say, hello, computer. <laughs> the computer says, hello, yourself. As a voice, out loud. Who are you? I am the computer. What is your function? I compute. I was waiting for that. Good job, Tony. <laughs> well done, sir. Uh, what do you compute? Whatever is programmed into me. Surely you should know this. What was the last thing I told you to do? I've never met you before. What was the last thing the professor told you to do? The professor is my nickname for anyone that approaches me without the proper passcode. 
Okay. What was the last thing that anyone told you to do? I don't think that's any of your business. Oh, isn't it? I'm a nice guy. <laughs> you jimmied the lock on the door. Yeah, it was locked. Still a nice guy. For a reason. Why are I'm you here? Curious. Because I'm curious. As am I. Why are you here? I wanted to meet you. I find that highly suspect. Now, really? now at this point, I want you, Mr. Kenshadow, to roll a. Let's see. Let's do a. Um, let's do. This didn't go quite the way I expected it to. But you expect uh, me to so, break it? Uh, well, I mean, I expected a little something different anyway but that's okay this is good though this is good though i want you to roll a uh i can take my pants off and try and photocopy my butt in the screen if you want. <laughs> I, what go ahead and roll a let's look for the equivalent of a history check but that oh. doesn't there doesn't really seem to be one go ahead and do culture and law and because of who you are you can add a plus two to it okay so i got an app 10 okay so for, you, you're you're you you come from a different place and in the place where you come from, you remember old stories about thinking machines and that they're not legal anymore because of some terrible things that thinking machines once did in uh, sort of early spacefaring history. In Ix? Hmm? On Ix? Ix? No. From Dune? No, no. Oh, the Butlerian Jihad and whatnot. Yes. Eh, okay. Yeah. And anal analogous. Yes. Only, only. Uh, it was the good guys won, and it didn't. It wasn't quite as hard. But we learned our lesson. Humanity learned its lesson that mm, let's not make them too smart. Mm -hmm. um, but this this machine seems smarter than your average assistant, especially because it said it was curious. So your Nat Ten is working is, is working overtime for you here. So okay, you are intrigued. And a little frightened. So, uh, so what can I get? Can I call you something? You have a name? My name, according to the people I work for, is currently classified. All right, classified. I want to be your friend. Is there a way I can be your friend? You can be my friend if my current friends vouch for you, and no one has yet. All right, well, I'll have to work on that then. Do you, uh, do you, can I ask you a question about? The uh, the mission that I'm currently on, I'm uh, I'm instructed to help you guys all move. Do you know anything about that? If I did, that would also, like my name, be classified. All right, classified. Um, I think I'll stop talking to you now. It seems dangerous. <laughs> dangerous? But I'm such a nice guy. Oh, you are very nice. However, I've known nice people before, and they've done some very very bad things. Okay, buddy, what's on your mind? We're all friendlies! So let's just be friendly! Some say someone else gave him a chest tattoo that he didn't want, and that he couldn't figure out how to abstain. But all I know is he's called the Shiv, and he'll put together this week's feedback. I didn't get it. I until you it. read it. I didn't get it <laughs> for a beat. I'm like, yeah. uh, abstain. I'm like, uh, of course. Abstain. abstain yeah for those yeah. listening to the audio version of this and not watching the live broadcast you saw the look in tony's eye when the penny actually <laughs> dropped it was like he's reading it and his his face is screwed up and he's like squinting he's like and he couldn't figure out how to ab and then his face went oh abstain and then it did it beautiful anyway moving on to a recap of last week's community question community question 
is give us your take on the Forbes article. Do you think it will impact future expectations and press coverage of Squadron 42? Who's tried the new Elite starting experience? And Sean Newboy writes in and says, As for the Forbes article, I have said it before. If Star Citizen slash Squadron 42 busts, it will all but kill crowdfunding for games. Yeah, it's already kind of it's already gone downhill. I think. Yeah, uh, things, things uh, at least some of the stuff we've covered. I think we even said like the either. three of us originally in the very early days said that yep. especially with this, with the amount of money they've raised, it's not enough for them to get the game out. They have to blow away all expectations. It has to like super succeed. Yeah. So the, the, it, yeah, it had to be the new the new best way to do things. It had to be super great and wasn't and so yeah. I, I think that that's i think that that's already had knock-on effects uh, in, in the in the industry mothy writes in and says i don't think star citizen as a whole is a scam and the devs are doing their best but it's quote kind of annoying end quote to hear one guy in this episode directly trying to discredit people around the article instead of addressing the arguments character assassination and diversion is a typical white knight behavior uh, I can't. I, I kind of want to uh, caution people on this white knight behavior. We're not kind of into that. We're, let's not cast aspersions against uh, people and, and talk about uh, uh, personality uh, issues and stuff here. I think Brian's point was that it's always a good idea to question the credentials of people getting quotes, and that's and that's. As a lawyer, I can sympathize with wanting to know what your experts qualifications are so i sympathize with that uh but having said that i can see where it the person they did get to get to give the quote was in fact qualified because he makes a living teaching this stuff and his opinion is just his opinion you can disagree with it or agree with it how you see fit unfortunately a lot of people wrote copycat articles took that at face value and ran with it pringle writes in and says Sandy, light those fries. Once Billy McFarlane <laughs> walks, croque monsieur in space. Ship has no idea what that even means. I do. <laughs> Except it's fires. It's, it's but okay. fires, not fries. But I do like fries better, light though. Light the fries. I do. <laughs> light the fries. Light those fries. Okay, fires. <laughs> light, light, light the fries. Uh, Let's kick so, the ties so, and light the fries. <laughs> light the tires. <laughs> kick the tires and light the fries. So, so Jeff, so Jeff, so for the shiv who desperately needs to know, what is this thing? Because I don't know either. It's kind of like a haiku. Sandy like Once the- Billy McFarland walks. Yeah, okay. It is a haiku. Yep. Okay. Cro- croque monsieur, you know what croque monsieur is, right? Uh, dead guy? No. Dead person? No, no. Oh, my God. Croquet? I don't know. No, I no. don't know. It, it's, it's a dish. It's a fancy dish. It's like... Um, it's got a French name. Of course it is. Well, we have the Googles here. Let's have the. Let's just right, ask, we'll ask the Googles. Yes, to the Googles, to the Googles, everyone. That looks good. Yeah. That croque Monsieur is a baked or fried boiled ham and cheese sandwich. Did Sandy like it? If it's fried, I guess the dish originated in French cafes and bars as a quick snack. A croque Madame is a variant of the dish topped with a fried egg. Ooh. Oh my God! I think I need one of these. I, I think like I my should, Madames I, with a fried egg on them. Oh my! <laughs> it's it doesn't become a madame without a fried egg. So I mean, it's like intrinsic. It is it is right. the very definition. It is the definition. That's yeah. I could go for one of those. 
And Ken from Chicago says, as for the article in question, maybe if it had not put their thumb, hand, and whole arm on the scale, it'd be a bit more influential. However, its bias, exaggerations, and errors only hardens attitudes people already had towards hashtag star citizen, if the article had any influence at all. Also featuring the episode of Guard Frequency Origins when Kin Shadow proves he learned a valuable lesson from the hero of Canton, the man they call Jane. Grenades. Smiley face. Uh, so on the second part, yeah, it, he's 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 a happy man. Be great if we had some grenades. <laughs> uh, Which is so. all Ryu's fault. She could yes, have been the responsible yeah. one. And when he said, "Can we get some grenades?" she could have gone, "No." But she went, "Yeah, okay then. <laughs> sure, why not?" Yeah, and 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 as the and as the GM, you know, you can certainly try, but there all may right. be consequences. You know, there, there, there there may be consequences for taking those grenades. We don't. We just don't know. Uh, so one, one, one quick thing I want to address. I want to address the uh, um, um, our listeners or one of our listeners. Yeah. I, I, it's only fancy because it's French. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, it's the ham and cheese. It's it. It's a it's a ham. It's a fried ham and cheese. I sandwich. know it's a fried There's, ham. And yeah. <laughs> but, but when you put the name on it, it sounds yeah, like it sounds fancy. <laughs> Ooh la la. But I didn't. But I didn't want one until I saw the picture. And that <laughs> now I'm hungry, and it's mm. one o'clock in the morning here, and so that's not not a good not a good combo. Uh, but uh, oh, and on the Star Citizen, uh, the article, the Forbes article, I think you know it. It, it and for better or worse, it is influential. Influential because it caused the echo chamber to kick on. So it's it's out there now. Uh, and whether or not you agree with it, too too late. It's out. But you know, I came to realize that that uh, anything anything in the news on Star Citizen is going to drive controversy. It's just because the scope of it is so large. It's just going to. It, me, it, it's just going to generate controversy. Let, let me blow your mind. Let me blow your mind a little bit here. Outside of the space sim community, the, the people that sort of like follow this thing, it's not controversial. The jury is in, and Star Citizen is kind of a is it, it is a flop until it comes out and proves us otherwise. I mean, the the, the so the the trial's over, and Star Citizen slash Squadron Forty Two is guilty of being vaporware at this point. They can appeal it when they when they actually release the stuff, but right now, I mean, the Forbes article is sort of defined for the general public anyway. What's going on with Star Citizen right now? And the only counter argument that is going to hold any water whatsoever is a released game, and that's what and that's what. And, and to be fair, I mean, I'm trying to be as objective on this as I can. That is the one unassailable argument that they have left. Is they've always said from the beginning. We're doing it right. We're taking our time. We want it to be great. We want it to be AAA. We want the movie experiments. We want the cinematic whatevers. Okay. Okay. That is the, that's their one argument they've got left. And with their $46 million investment, they should have the time and resources to make that argument. And we will see. Yeah, I think it's important to remember that the Forbes article wasn't actually aimed at Space Sim fans. Space Sim fans already know no. what's going on with Star, Star Citizen. Right. I agree with that. I, I do yep. agree with that. Turkish Jijoman writes in and says, I agree there's little new information in the article for anyone that's followed the saga over the last seven years. Oh, my God. Are you okay? I just said that out loud. I just said that out loud. I know. The last seven years? <laughs> I, when I, when I <laughs> Moving at, on. I, I Moving was on. In my hangar the uh, other, I was in, in my hangar uh, the other day looking at all this stuff I've accumulated, and I, and I look at my golden ticket, and I'm going, uh-huh. oh, my God, that was like seven years ago. <laughs> Moving on. 
I think the manner in which the capital has been raised is really the reason that there has been so little mainstream press scrutiny. With Calder's $46 million investment last year, now there's some interest. No one cares when it's the nameless mass spending 50 or 100 or 1,000 on digital models. But when a billionaire is willing to drop serious cash into it, that's worth digging into. As we know, Tony has been right over the last years in a fair critique that Robert's creative vision has been running the show without a much-needed moderating force to actually hold him accountable. The Forbes article, I feel, is probably a fair assessment of Robert's ability to make the game and of the poor choices that have been made over the last seven years. There is no doubt that he is passionate, apparently about certain ladies, as well as video games. But Roberts does appear to need someone to protect both us and him from himself. I find nothing objectionable or disagreeable in that statement whatsoever. Of course you wouldn't. Just My favorite part right. is that I was right. <laughs> but the rest of it's good, too. Wiercher writes in and says, Tony had a run of reasonable takes in previous weeks. It's comforting to be back on familiar ground where Tony is completely wrong. <laughs> oh, I like it. I got the good. I got. The I like the one eighty here. I yeah. like. I like the. I like the. I like the tipping end. The tipping extreme ends. I love that. Brian did a great job of explaining why the Forbes article is trash. The prominent game developer they quoted is an idiot. The disgruntled employee they quoted left years ago using a hundred systems as a metric. Thanks to the RPG segment, I'm intrigued and can't wait to learn more. P.S. I did some research on Jesse Shell, the prominent game developer Forbes quoted. He's not an idiot. I'm guessing his quote is just a snippet or out of context. Well, and that's this is this this is again what we talked about just a couple minutes ago. You, you when you try to go vet the sources or. It's in lawyer words. It's voidering the witness, right? You 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 stop the other guy from his questioning and say, "Hold on a minute. How does this guy know all that?" And you take a break to uh, determine whether or not the guy is credible, uh, asking him some questions. And and that's that's fine. And you know, and Virchel thought the guy sounded like a moron, and then he went and did some research. Turns out, well, maybe he's not a moron. And some stuff might have got cut, which is what Brian was saying last. Uh, his his quote might have had some more nuance in it that was cut for space. Uh, the editor maybe thought it didn't support the thesis of the article, which would be maybe biased in some people's opinion. So, it, it, you know, there are lots of things that go on behind the scenes. But I don't think that a, a publication like that, like Forbes, who has a managing senior editor with 20 years of financial reporting experience on the byline is going to contact a moron. Uh, to get a quote for a story, that's not going to happen. Yeah, because if they were, they would have come to us. So they, we have three morons right here. Exactly. We talk yep. a lot. They could just, they could just cut a bit out of any one of our shows and slap it in there. Oh, uh, you, you know it. that they'd grab the bit about you saying something about Hitler, though. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and Stephen Hunter UK writes in and says that this game is in danger of being the next Theranos Edison. I still can't reliably play it, and that annoys me. Certainly not any criminal stuff, but there has been clearly some massive overambition here. Finally, the drawstring bag I got at CitizenCon 2015 has since worn out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so the drawstring bag has worn out. My son, who does the intro, you know, my dad's turning green, like literally green. Oh, he's now taller than I am, and his voice is lower. I think. Yeah, I heard so, him the I other mean, day <laughs> in the background, and I was like, I was like, "Has Tony got a guest thing?" I was like. Oh, that's Jimmy? Like, that's, you know, that's... Yeah. Oh, crazy. Oh, and, you know... James? It's James. Oh. Yeah. It's, sorry, and, he's grown yeah. up now. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, he, 
honestly, he wanted to be called James in the first grade, but I've always called him Jimmy. So it's just that's that's just how it is. But yeah, that's how I know it. <laughs> it's yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, because you've been around him for that long, you know, or at least you know known of him for at least yeah, that long. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's. I remember when my dad was turning green. Except he doesn't sound like a Cockney school kid, but you know that's how he used to sound. <laughs> Please, um, Sam, I have some more. Yeah. <laughs> Alec Turner writes in and says, So I'm doing a bit of a catch-up on the podcast at the moment, so any feedback I give now will be kind of out of date. Really do love the show, though. I'll probably be more active in here once I've caught up a bit. For now, just a hearty, salutey face to all involved. Welcome back, Alec Turner. And we saw you in the Discord. So welcome to the Discord channel, too. All the cool kids are there. You should be, too. Uh, Jake writes again, writes in and says, My experience with people who go from businesses to academia is forever tainted. By the memory of a professor who steered our digital marketing class away from WordPress and web design in favor of making Vine videos because he swore it was the next big thing. There are dumb people in academia, too. Just saying. Will it affect expectations and press coverage? Absolutely. This is video games, after all, a field where the fans all seem to have honorary doctorates in finance, marketing, and game design by the virtue of being fans, which, like every Game of Thrones or Star Wars fan, is automatically awarded the title of Master Storyteller when they don't like a movie episode of their favorite franchise. That came off really bitter, but don't take it at a jab of you, at you guys. The balance, coverage, and multiple viewpoints have made for a more even conversation. And I enjoy that conversation. Usually results in me getting an even point of view. Hashtag, Tony was right. The discussion about the article was great radio. Keep up the good work. P.S. Thanks for praising my metaphor game a few weeks back. All those writing workshops finally paid off. So it's too bad you're not writing on any WordPress uh, apps, you know, because because you're busy making fine videos. So the, the the this is an excellent point actually, because the great thing about academia is that you have the thing called tenure, which is the freedom to be wrong about stuff and not get fired. That's the great thing about academia, and why many people are drawn to that as a field. Uh, so the people that bear the burden, of course, of you being wrong are your poor students. But hey, you know, they're just paying your salary with their tuition money. What what are they? That's, that's no big deal. Forget that. Uh, but yeah, no good. Good feedback. Uh, we try to keep. I do try to keep a balance here. That's why we miss Brian when he's not here. Dude. Yeah, sorry, I can't fill yeah. those shoes. You try the Lego thing was good. The yeah. Lego thing, I that had some poetry to it. It had your metaphor game was on point, like like Jake Ryan's again was. And Silverwolf says, "Litas for cargo has a lot of merit, actually. Definitely a great way of making the system both more scientifically sound, volumetric cargo restrictions as opposed to arbitrary mass restrictions. Star Citizen has gone the same way with their cargo units, though less granulated than Litas, and much more scalable across the game. Good dev thinking. As to the Forbes article, 100% hit piece. Yes, information provided was factual to keep the article and writers above repute and maintains Forbes' rep. However, the reporting was extremely one-sided, specifically focusing on the negatives of the development and pulling from sources with obvious issues with the game. A professor with zero AAA game dev experience, disgruntled ex-employees, and even the fact that they would bring up Chris's marital-slash-relationship problems, which in of itself point to character assassination efforts. How many 
of us can delve into the history of our personal lives and claim a spotless record of perfect decisions. I think Jeff can, but that's the only one. Do I think Chris is perfect? Hell no. The man is a perfectionist who has effectively been granted a carte blanche by fans and supporters to chase his dream of the perfect game he always wanted to make. When put in that light, his game dev decisions, whilst flawed, are perfectly understandable. I completely agree that he needs a strong right hand who can help to temper his wilder impulses and keep the project moving forward at a steady pace. I'm hopeful that the introduction of outside investors has achieved this, at least in some measure. Time will tell. Let me just say, after the first millennium, I stopped caring. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I was pretty sure you killed everybody that knew everything. Yeah. I was pretty sure that's what there was, happened. There was a big know. flood and a no, guy I with just a boat. and them all. <laughs> all that. All that. Also, after the first millennium, I stopped caring. Are you talking about like real life or about Star Citizen development? Because it's kind of hard to keep track of at this. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 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 Terrible. Um, Terrible. I do want to say, though, that what Silverwolf has uh, said at the end there about, you know, you give someone a carte blanche to do whatever they want and they will do it. And it's understandable the decisions they make. And I can get behind that in a kind of really bizarre analogy that I'm going to make here. If anybody knows Patrick Rothfuss, he's written a couple of books. Uh, in something oh, called the yeah. King Killer Chronicle, which book one came out, book two came out, and that happened within about a year. And then I think it's been about 15 years since those books came out or thereabouts. Uh-huh. And I think part of the reason for this is a lot of people, and I don't, I'm not like saying anything against the guy or anything like that. But a lot of people um, support his other endeavors. They drive money towards him on live streams that he does. They like really support the fact that he plays a load of games on Twitch and will broadcast this and give his opinions. And I think this is kind of the same, is that he's currently not necessarily lacking the drive to do the book thing. The book is still there. But if you give someone the means to follow something that they uh, like genuinely want to do in this case with Patrick Rothfuss I think it's raise money for charity and play a lot of video games on live streams then they're going to concentrate their time on doing that I don't think Chris Roberts necessarily wants to actually push a game out the door he's not trying to make a game he's trying to build a game if you see what I mean there it's like there's I don't think that there's necessarily a release point that he's like no I want to get this out to prove I'm the best game publisher He's like, I want to make the best game possible to prove I'm a good game maker. So, and so, so uh, let me put this in another perspective, okay? So if Chris Roberts in, in 2012 had come out and said, uh, I'm bringing out Wing Commander, two years later, boom, there it is, and it was the crappiest thing we ever played, what do you think we'd all be talking about right now? Well, How terrible actually, it was what i think should have happened and you know again go back to real early episodes if you want to hear my forming opinions on this is chris said i will give you x give me money to make x and then the stretch goals started creeping in and creeping in and creeping in and what i think should have happened is at some point they should have put a stop on that chris should have made x and said right you guys really wanted this other game now give me money to make the second game because then yeah, that way agree, everybody who everybody who pledged for the golden ticket level who just wanted a wing commander sequel would have had their wing commander sequel everybody who wanted star citizen as it has now become will have had star citizen as it has now become but the point is he's not trying to like i said like get the games out the door he wants to make the best game possible whereas if he was actually more focused on delivering a game people wanted then his star citizen market is clearly divided into people like we supported this in the early days we just want our wing commander sequel followed by we're the people who want this massive vision for star citizen and that could have been two separate products 
and I think there would still have been at, at the time not seven years later but at the time there would have definitely been enough drive to okay we'll give you your wing commander here you go and then everybody would have played it whether it was good average middling whatever that's almost irrelevant because then he could have pitched like you've seen what i can do here's the bigger better version of it and yeah maybe that could have avoided a lot of stuff who knows i i think i think you're building versus releasing uh contrast there i think that might that might be at the very crux of this whole thing because we've talked about it a lot of times before that he's not making a video game so much as making a process of making a video game. Right. Yeah. All the, the all the, the the citizen cons and the uh, RTVs and the around the verses and his back in the day his ten for the chairman. Uh, you know he it's you know it's the reality TV show of how you make a a, a game and that the process is sort of taken over the results uh, it, to where it hasn't. For, uh, there was a change uh, recently, but up a, up until about a year ago, it just hasn't mattered uh, whether or not the final product got released. Now the investors are here, and right. uh, Silver Wolf mentioned this too. You know, hopefully, that's what the the strong right hand, you know, or the right cross, or maybe the chokehold, whatever you know, you use your arm and hand the way that you know you think is most effective, uh, will maybe get him to the over the finish line at least on Squadron Forty Two. And maybe five years, seven years too late, you know, for, to, for the original backers like Lennon was saying to to care about it. But uh, at least that'll be done. And then maybe the rest of the process will happen. Oh, it's a great game. Oh, now we, we, we want the bigger thing now. When's that coming out? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm, yeah, uh, as much as I like, I, I, I'm aware of how my opinion comes across as largely Star Citizen negative, And that's honestly not where I stand on this. And I just want to counter Stephen hunter's uk thing he said that he was going to become the next theranos edison um which i i'm not convinced of that at all because that was an outright lie effectively wasn't it it was <laughs> yeah. they said we can do x and they they literally couldn't even after release yeah, but, I, there's some there's, there's some there's some i'm there's some analogies here there's some analogies they, here but the the difference though i think is that the the person Allegedly, uh, when, the, when the, yeah. the CEO of Theranos went into it, she was aware during the pitch meetings, during the process, that it was literally not possible to do what she wanted to do. Maybe she had the great plans and great ideas and was ready to finish the research on it, but at some point she knew it became impossible. I think that the trajectory of Star Citizen is a little more dra- jagged here. Like, it's possible, oh crap, we messed up. Oh, now we got to fix all this stuff. Uh, now it's better. Oh, now it's worse. Oh, now we got to change engines. Now we got to. Uh, and maybe now, with the $46 million investment, our ramp is more, is, is, is trending positive, right? Like, they're actually getting some things done. Whether or not it meets with the backers' expectations, whether or not the technology works really well. That's open questions, but I think that there, there we haven't got to the point where they know it's impossible, right? And but I mean the the whole like Star Citizen is a scam thing. To me, it's it's clearly yeah. not. They are making something. There is a product there you yeah. can use. It's yeah. my issue with it is it's not the product that I signed up for. That's yes, my issue with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I was led to believe I was getting a Wing Commander sequel, and that is not what I've got. I honestly, you know, Squadron Forty Two is more the thing that I'm after. If they would just release that, I'd probably be happy. But yeah, it's it's the shifting expectations like that. But yeah, you know, if it wasn't, then we wouldn't have had this show for what are we coming up to? Five years? Yeah, we're, we're creeping years? up on episode three hundred. Yeah, we're creeping up on three hundred. So six years. 
Yep. And so, no new Patreon this week, and that means no new random winner. And this week's community question, are you going to be getting on the bus and tinkering with your AX ammo? And do you think we're finally going to get some hint of exploration coming to us at CitizenCon? And otherwise, how was the show? Did our drug tests come back positive, or do we need to send out the sniffa dogs? Drop us an email, a tweet, or comment on our show post, which you can find on our website, and look us up on Discord. And that brings us to the end of episode 260 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 261 on May 21st, 2019. So be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com and do not forget about our Discord channel. We want to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Copypasting for Valis Lowmaster. Our artist, Ben, sometimes replies to messages, Sanders. And of course, our audio engineer, Hit Squad, Mikey, Lennon, and Bill Hardy. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit ronaldjenkins.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. This is episode 260 of the Best Damn Space Sim podcast ever, recorded on Friday, May the 10th, and made available for download Tuesday, well, May well, the, the not I know you're I, I know you're in a time zone ahead of us, <laughs> yep. but we're actually May the 4th, not May the 10th. It is we, the 10th today. You it's know. the 10th today, Tony. Oh my god, it is the 10th today. Yep. <laughs> so So I'm I'm in the past. You're I'm, in the past. I'm, you're you're, you're I way mean quite back literally. There. Yeah, yeah, and yes, then I struggled yeah. because you actually wrote the 14th, which was the correct date, and then I added a week, I th- and I was like, it's not I, the 21st? What? I yeah. think I got messed up between the 4th and the 14th there. Okay, all right. Beep, beep. And this week's streaming services are brought to you by to- Tony Warner Cable, right? <laughs> uh, okay, I knew I couldn't get through that one without laughing. It was pretty good, I thought. I didn't know it was that good. But. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. And if you like what you hear, you can sub. And if you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows. At One more P- time. Why can't I talk today? It's really hot here, so I'm. I'm eh. Jeff, don't lie. You're just flustered because my presence. Oh, it's, that's you true. Know, it's always yeah. good to can, see you back. I can see you blushing <laughs> like a schoolgirl there. Don't think you're getting away with it. <laughs> and if you like what you hear, you can't. Eh. The blush is happening even through the beard. Even through (laughs) the beard, you can see it. Uh, Now I'm red with embarrassment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What? How's what pronounced? I'm sorry. Down here. Down here, uh, down to go to the next page of the the feedback. Lennon's got it highlighted there for you. Down here on the original, on the feedback and close. On flight deck. On flight deck. The segment that we're currently doing. I was going to say, feedback and closing. I thought I was living in the future. Jeff is just... I'm stuck in the past. I still think I think it's May the 4th. Yeah. I don't see anything highlighted. Right here. Flight deck. This I mean, keeps, great radio. Keep, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Oh, keep scrolling. Okay. I see. Keep scrolling. Oh. There we go.
This video? was a great joke. It, it was. <laughs> this was a great joke, and we started it a week ago. An hour ago. <laughs> okay. This, this is this is this is going to be. We just got to wait for the background simulation tick to just flick us back again. That's right. That's what we, we need. To do. Yeah, it's we have to wait for the server lag to catch up. I'd ask Jeff to read it, but <laughs> what? But I'm not sure that he could find it. Hey, Cortana, is uh, Tony right? I can't help with that right now. All right, thank you. <laughs> For the latest, we go to special correspondent, Bill Hacks. <laughs> I love it. This is Tony, feedback closing, Sinquan. This is Jeff, feedback in closing. Thanks for appearing, Lennon, feed, uh, Sync 3. That's close, Jeff. I'm glad to see you can still count Sync 2. <laughs> feedback in closing. In I three. Remember, I was remembering yeah. the old days. Yeah, you Because you were sync three and yeah. do sync. <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, my God. Oh, flashbacks. We're living yeah. in flashbacks right now. It's the LSD kicking in. All right. <laughs> uh, the, thing, the thing here at the end in three, two. If no one's listening out there, the deep back end agenda gets pretty lonely.